Hello, and welcome to episode 71 of the Disney Park Princess podcast. I'm your co-host, Sarah. I'm Heather. I'm Sharla. And this week, we are going to be talking about Girls Trip. Yay! Yay! We're all in our PJs. <laughs> uh, so this is the Disney Park Princess Pajama Party. Ooh, podcast yeah. Disney Park Princess Pajama Party podcast. I want to see okay. how many people get into that one title. Um, so it's not just about girls trips, though. It happens. We're calling it a girls trip because we're girls. But um, the topic that you know we're going to be talking about applies to any friends trip, any non sort of family trip, basically. And sort of how is it different? And how is the planning different? How is the touring different? And all of that sort of stuff. So we will get into all of that later. Um, but first. Yay, pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Charlotte, I can't see what are on yours. Is oh, they... it's, um, there's anchors. It's Disney Cruise Line. Oh, I got them on the okay. cruise. So it's little anchors in different Disney Cruise Line colors. It's really. I they were like little sheeps from far away. No, they're anchors. And you and can see like, like, like the blue is Captain Mickey. Mickey. Okay. Blue Captain Mickey. The red in, is Goofy. This is Minnie. They're real subtle, but it's real cute. Got it. Okay. I'll have to I'll have to take a close up picture and send it to yeah. you guys. <laughs> very, very cute. All right. And then Heather and I are just in our black, black. <laughs> Mine has little things East, on it. It's black East Coast mentality. Yeah. Everything's got exactly. black. <laughs> black and I could I, I, I had navy, but the black had the pink on them. So yeah. yeah. Um all right. So let's get into this week's news. First of all, the big news. Cinderella Castle is getting an updated color scheme, sort of, <laughs> for the 50th anniversary. Um, we don't, don't worry, yeah. no birthday cake here, guys. Yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah. I really was hoping they'd bring it back just to oh. watch everybody's Just to watch my head up. explode? Yes. 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 <laughs> Literally, Sean, my husband's first question was, it's it's not a birthday cake, right? And I was like, nope, it's not the birthday cake. Missed so. opportunity, Disney yeah. World. Did you guys <laughs> actually see the birthday cake in person? Uh, yes. Yeah, it was there yes. for my honeymoon. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for your honeymoon. Funny. I All did, my honeymoon pictures had the birthday great. cake in the back. I took a trip. I happened to go on a trip that year and I did see it in person too. Um, yeah. And yeah, it's a, you know, don't mess with my castle is what I always say. However, I am not upset with this. So yeah, yeah. we're going to get into our personal opinions about the, um, you know, the redo in the Patreon extra. So, um, but what we'll say for now is that it is getting a new color scheme. It's going to be done by this summer. It's going to be a lot of gold accents because of course it is the 50th anniversary and that's the big deal. So gold 50 whole thing. Um, but we're going to get into our personal opinions and we sort of run the gamut as usual. There's a range of opinions here. <laughs> so we will get into all of that on the Patreon extra. Um, if you're not a Patreon subscriber, you can go to patreon.com slash Disney Park Princess. And we have a new Patreon Facebook group. So if you are a Patreon supporter, we have a new Facebook group. You should have received an invitation via email. Um, if you didn't, there's a link on the Patreon page. And then we're going to be doing Facebook Lives and things like that, like once a month or so in there. So that's why we did the group, because it's just the easiest way to do Facebook Lives. So, um, okay. We'll do our first one when we're down at Disney World next yeah. week. Yeah. Yeah. The plan. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so up next, the VIP tours had a price increase. We talked last week about price increases at both Disneyland and Disney World and MaxPass and Park Admission and all kinds of things. Um, and then they also increased the price of the VIP tour. So at peak pricing, it is now up to $750 an hour. Wow. That's a 
big jump. The big jump. It was oh, six twenty-five. I think was yeah, the month. That's right. Before. That's a yeah. big jump. Yeah, and you have to do minimum of eight seven hours. hours. Seven hours. Seven. Yeah. Seven. Yeah. From seven. So that's that's about the same price as what I had some people pay a couple weeks ago. So yeah, yeah. that was yeah. peak. So. Yep. I'm still yep. maintaining that it's worth it, but that is a huge jump. Yeah. I agree. I, I do think it's worth it. It's for up to nine people, right? As soon as you... Up to 10. Infants up to 10. Included. Infants are included in that. Okay. Um, so then, but as soon as you add that 11th person, boom, you need two Second. tour guides. Can <laughs> you tell that 11th person, you go sit at the hotel, sorry, yeah. you're out. <laughs> we don't like you enough. Yeah. 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 You really have to decide how much you love that person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you love them $750 an hour? Yeah. Plus, really. plus park admission. Plus so park admission. Park admission. Right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. maybe you don't so, have to get yeah. So the price range is, I think it's from 425, 450, I think is the minimum during like value times and then 750. At- what I would be curious to see is if, um, of course they don't, but I would love to see them have it laid out like this is considered value time. Here is yeah. peak time. like, did you expand the peak time? So now there's way right. more peak times yeah. or did everything just kind of stay the same and now Christmas week and Easter week are just more yeah. money? I don't know. I don't know. Are they at some point very soon then considering allowing the VIP tour guides to take you into Rise of the Resistance? That could equate for a price jump like that. Because as of right now, they're not allowed to. That's right. (laughs) Right. They can only sort of use the magic fast pass powers uh, on rides that have fast pass. So Rise of the Resistance does not. Out of luck. Um, all right. Which so the interesting thing, that's another difference at Disney and Universal. Even before the Harry Potter rides all got the Express Pass, the, their VIP tour guides mm-hmm. could have yep. access to that. So. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Universal tour guides also significantly less than $750 yeah. an hour. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. For sure. Yeah. Significantly. Um, all right. So moving on um, to Earth Day. So it is the 50th anniversary of Earth Day this April and the 25th anniversary of the Disney Conservation Fund. So Disney's throwing a big four-day Earth Day party. And Charlotte, what are the dates of your April trip? Uh, 17th, I think, through the 22nd. You're there for the whole thing. Yeah. Yay, the party. The party is (laughs) April 18th through the 22nd. And they're doing a lot of really fun stuff, actually, including... I wish you could do this. I'm sure it's already sold out. But uh, this morning on the 18th, you could register for the Tiffin's Lunch with Joe Rohde. Oh, that's fun. And yeah. hear all about, like, you know, his yeah. experiences and his travel and the planning of the park and everything. And that sounds that's incredible. Cool. But um, No, I'm sure. Yeah. My, um, my race is on the 19th. So if it's lunch, I could do it. But anything later than that, I got to go yeah. to bed. Like, early, <laughs> early. And I, yeah. um, but National Geographic is getting involved. So National Geographic is going to be part of the celebration. Um, and there's going to be just all kinds of all kinds of really cool events. That's so fantastic. That's awesome. You're going to be down there for, you know, the race yeah. or for any reason. But uh, I don't know. Uh, I'd plan a trip around if I, if I could get lunch with joe roadie i'd plan a whole trip around that yeah. that'd be fun by me well <laughs> so. i would do that first like you know try yeah. to get your reservation right. with joe yeah. roadie get the reservation your trip. Yeah. you can exactly yeah. sleep in your car if you have to right <laughs> <laughs> uh all right 
it's a sad day in my house when I had to tell my son who, by the way, tried to make an appearance on the podcast earlier, but we could not figure out the microphone situation. I probably should have just had him Skype in from his phone downstairs. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, we, the Agent P adventure has been disassembled. It's over. It's done. We, we had said that it was ending, but um, I was just sad because it was like one of my favorite things to do when he was a kid. So, did you, you know. do it when, he, when it was Kim Possible? Or we only? did both. Okay. Both. Yeah, we did Kim Possible and then Agent P. And when, I was sad when Kim Possible closed, but then it got replaced with Agent P and Agent P was really cool too. And it was right at the peak of when he was into Phineas and Ferb. So mm-hmm. it was great. Um, but I think the DuckTales, I'm, I'm excited. excited. Listen, yeah. both Kim Possible and Agent P were amazing. So I have no reason to believe that DuckTales isn't going to be anything yeah. but. And as a child of the 90s growing up with the Disney afternoon, like I'm on, I don't like the new DuckTales, <laughs> but I like the memories of the original yeah, yeah. DuckTales. Yeah. We're, we're big fans of the new DuckTales in this house. So we, okay. I'm, we're going to be playing that I, for sure. I'm hoping that it's more than just an, like I'm hoping that they're adding sort of new stuff. Cause when it switched from Kim Possible to Agent P, the actual things didn't really change right. that much. Mm-hmm. It was a fairly subtle, yeah. So I'm hoping there's a little more involved in this changeover. Yeah, but yeah. We'll see. We'll okay. see. Uh, so also closing at Epcot, um, the Pin it's Central, ev- everything, the entire like little center Epcot's section of the closed, park. People, <laughs> yeah, Just gone. Moose, Moose at the door should have told you. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know I don't know that reference. I know you don't. That's okay. Um, every. P- they will. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody else knows that reference. Everybody else will. Um, yeah. So we watched that movie closed. the other day, actually. Did you really? Yeah. Um, Electric Umbrella is closed. Um, they've set up sort of new pathways to get different places. So Charlotte and I will be there a week from now, actually. <laughs> um, and we will take pictures and get video and sort of show you where they are. But of course, by the time you see that video, it probably will have changed again because it is changing really, really quickly at this point. Um, all right. Uh, Heather, you want to talk about the magic happens parade? Yes. Well, I think, I don't even know if this is really news. Cause I feel like we, we've, they've reported this in the past, but next week or in 10 days, February 28th is the official debut of magic happens. Yay. Yay. I'm excited. I can't, I cannot wait. And I will be there uh, just a little over a week after it debuts. So I'm going to try to get in there to see it because I'm yeah. super, super excited for it. Yeah, it looks, the floats look really incredible. So I. I said it before and I'll say it again. Disneyland needed a new parade that whatever the sensational is like 15 years old and outdated and it's got to go. Yeah. (laughs) Wish granted. (laughs) Uh, And then last but not least, this is just amused me really. It's not even necessarily news, but Mickey Minnie's. Runaway Railway is opening March 5th, I think is the official opening date. Fourth? Yeah. Fourth? We're March 4th? Okay. Um, And they've announced that it is going to have the restroom re-entry pass because they are anticipating such long lines. I don't foresee it having long lines. Maybe I'm going to be so wrong, but that's just, that makes me giggle. Like, Uh, yeah. I you know, maybe the first couple weeks because it's new, but I don't think this is like Sinky Dog Dash Rise of the Resistance level of popularity here i don't know i, I don't know to be if if it's anything like i mean think about ratatouille in mm-hmm. paris and it's coming to epcot think about that it's a trackless ride system yep. um like Pooh's honey hunt in tokyo it's a trackless system 
it's a it's a brand new thing that they haven't really done in Florida. This is this is going to be huge. I don't even know anything about exactly what they're doing. I can I'm just predicting it's going to be a unique thing and everybody's going to love it and everybody's going to want to do it. So yeah, I I think it's going to be bigger than I originally thought yeah. it was. Yeah, because yeah. um, so when they first announced it, I was like, yeah. oh okay, cute, but nothing about it really sang to me. Um, but the closer we get to it opening and the more excited that I see people are, I, I do think it's going to be, I think it's going to be bigger than we thought it was going to be, but we'll see, especially because nobody can get on Slinky Dog Dash or Rise of the Resistance. You so sure can. You just got to wait. You just got to wait. Yeah. But, but with Rise of the Resistance, you need something to do while you're waiting. So I think right. all those people might be in line for Keen <laughs> Minis Runaway World, right? But we'll see. At least it has fast pass, you yeah. know, I, it's not that crazy. It's not Don't rising. Don't worry, to it'll be tier level. one and then you can't ride anything else. Already is. Yeah, it already, yeah, already like, is come different. on, Hollywood yeah. Studios. The yeah. last yep. bastion. Enough already. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. All right. So, and that does it for news this week. So, next up, we are going to be talking about planning a friend's trip to Disney. How is it different? What different decisions might you make? And how is it different actually touring with friends instead of with family? So, stay tuned. Uh, all right, so let's get started. Planning a girl's trip. What is the first step? Usually the first step is Sarah says, hey, do you want to go to Disney World in a couple of weeks? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, okay, sure. That's true. That's Usually what happens. That's been happening for a lo long before this actually happened. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yes, usually that's what. Or there's, there's a nice raid on Disney Cruise Line. Do you want to go? Sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but. Yeah, that's usually the first step. But Accurate. if you don't Accurate. have a Sarah to text you <laughs> that information, um, I think the same type of thing, though, you say, hey, do you want to go to your closest friends or people that you would like think it'd be fun to go to Disney World with? And you get them Let's started. Let's talk about that for a second, though, because I will just say this. Traveling with friends is very different than traveling with family, right? Mm -hmm. And there are, I think, friends that you can travel with and friends that you can't travel with. I, we are very lucky that we travel very well together. I was going to say, I have some girlfriends, like my best friend in the world, Becky, that was just out here to visit. Like, we could go anywhere together for any amount of time. I can travel with you ladies, no questions asked. But then I have like a handful of other friends that'll be like, hey, do you want to go so-and-so? And I'm like, let me get back to you on that. I have to see if I can, because I love yeah. them to death, but I know them well enough to know I can't spend five days 24-7 with them. That's exactly yeah. right. Yes, yeah. that's exactly right. So first, be sure that they're people that you want to travel with and can share a room or a suite or a villa with, because things like how warm do you like the room? How early do you want to go to be yeah, frigid, by the way, is our answer. Um, this is why when we travel and the three of us stay in a room together, we make Charlotte bring extra sweatshirts because yes, we're just yes. like, cold as it can go, please. Yeah. Heather and I literally walk into every room and immediately start <laughs> hitting the air conditioning button. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, how early do you go to bed? Um, do you snore? <laughs> <laughs> They do too, by the way. Um, <laughs> they blame me. That's all Heather. That's all Heather. It's not me. Don't you dare yell at me. <laughs> I've roomed with both of you individually, and I'm just going to say, <laughs> mm -mm. not just one of you. I'll um, never admit it. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, but these are important things. So, right. So if you're a person who's like a super light sleeper and the other person snores, you know, you pack your, you know, earplugs or some people just can't, like some people just can't deal, you know? So those are important things to think about when you're trying to decide like a, who you're going to travel with and B, if you're part of a larger group and you're dividing into multiple rooms, who's going to room with who? <laughs> so compatibility is important. Mm-hmm. Um, for the purposes of this podcast, I think we'll assume that it's probably like a smaller group of friends. Yeah, you know, three or like, four. You guys yeah. do everything together. It's exactly. Time, like moms are getting away. We don't, you know. Right. Exactly. Um, mom's gone wild. No, not. No, <laughs> not. Different kind That's of a different podcast. <laughs> different podcast. Yes. Um, so let's talk a little bit about, and Charlotte, you had said this actually when we were talking about this podcast, was that you felt like it's a very different type of trip typically, right? Yeah. I feel like it's definitely one of the do less, enjoy more kind of trips because you don't, even if you all want to be in the parks all the time, you don't really necessarily need that uh, fast pass for Slinky Dog Dash or Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Also, if you really want to ride it, you don't mind waiting in the line because you're just hanging out and you're adults (laughs) and you don't have to (laughs) deal with smaller children. You can also use the single rider line, which you can't Mm -hmm. really do as well with small children. So there's a lot of things that you may want to do that your kids either don't want to do or can't do, or um, you're just not interested in as as an adult, you know? So, yeah. And it's a real opportunity, right? Like I remember the first time that I went with friends instead of like my family and it was I think with when I travel with my family, I'm I'm more ticking off a to-do list. Like it's more like, oh, we have to do this, we have to yeah. do that. He really wants yeah. to do this, he really wants to do that. When it's with friends, it's like it's more about what do you what do you want to do instead of what do you have to do? And that's a big difference, I think. Yeah. And a lot of times I will make a list like if it's if it's to Disney World, that's a little bit different because we all get to go so much that we kind of know the things that we want to do each time. But right. if it's like a different kind of trip um, or somebody that hasn't been or something like that, you say, OK, what's like one thing that you really, really want to do more than anything? And we'll make sure to get that done. You know, if you absolutely must ride the Frozen ride because that's your favorite movie, then we make sure we right. get it done no matter what. And that's to me, that's the difference in going with adults versus going with kids. And if somebody just doesn't want to write it, then they can just sit off to the side. They don't have to write it. You know, you can do your own thing. Yeah. And it's also, it it is oftentimes sort of fun. Like I think it was a couple weeks ago and Charlotte was like, I've never actually been to Tusker house. And I was like, wait, stop time out. (laughs) And like, and, and it is, you still get to do first time things, even with adults. You know, there's always something that somebody hasn't done or hasn't seen or hasn't written or hasn't, you know, a show they haven't seen, whatever, you know. Um, So you do still get that same sense of like firsts with people, you know, a lot of the time. And that's one thing I try to search out, especially on adult trips, is what thing I have not done. Because it's so Mm -hmm. easy to get in your little, I hate to say rut necessarily with Disney, but you do, you eat at the same places, you stay at the same places, you ride the same rides, you know? So it's a lot easier, I think, when you're with friends versus family that has to, you know, involve a lot of other things to try new things. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about choosing your hotel. How do you think it's different when you're traveling with friends versus when you're traveling with family? Well, I think when you're with friends, you don't, 
necessarily need the, you know, oh, this kid isn't going to sleep in the bed with this kid, so we need this kind of, you know, it's... Sorry, par- pardon the interruption. If anybody oh. hasn't seen my son Ryan in a very long time. What did time. he bring? What did he bring? I'm dying. My co- I'm coughing and I feel terrible that I'm coughing. I keep having to mute myself. Thank you, Ryan. Ryan, wave to the people. Thank you. <laughs> so I just very I was, upset that he was he couldn't get. He on wanted today. to be on the packet. No, I texted him. If you saw me looking at my phone a few minutes ago, it's because I've been coughing nonstop. And I texted him and said, "Are you still here? Could you please bring me a cough drop? I'm dying." Because um, my throat, I've got such a tickle in my throat. So sorry, but you all got to look at Ryan. He's a little <laughs> bigger than the last time you saw him. Um, <laughs> he's bigger than I am now. So. Um, Anyway, sorry, you were saying. I just think it's it's a different, um, you know, I think families with younger kids tend to go towards more of the value resorts because number mm-hmm. one, they're cheaper. They're also, you know, they have decorations that appeal more to the younger kids. Um, when you're going with adults, you don't necessarily have to worry about that. You can, you know, splurge and be a little bit closer to the parks. You don't necessarily need that pull down bed or this over here because this one won't touch this one. And right. So we can, do we do have that a little bit though sometimes because I can't with share a bed Sarah. with anybody. Sarah won't yeah. share a bed, so you'll find me it's and not Charlotte. That I, it's, not, it's, up. Not that, it's not that I won't. It's that you've seen me sleep. Nobody yeah, nobody wants, wants to sleep with her. Nobody wants to. Yeah, I'm like a flailer. Uh, I feel like I've woken up several times in the middle of the night and just watched. Like, how is she not awake mm. right now? How can yeah. she sleep through this? Oh yeah, no, I remember. I distinctly remember traveling with one of our friends, Leslie, and I woke up one morning and she was like this watching me. And I was like, good morning. And she's like, I get it. I get it now. I thought maybe you just didn't want to share a bed with anybody, but now I see. <laughs> it can happen. Yeah. <laughs> it's not just me being dramatic. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, but I do think that like, I remember one time Charla and I and a bunch of friends, speaking of Leslie, um, were on a trip and we did a villa. Um, and it was great because you just have so much space and we had laundry and you know, a kitchen and we could cook, you know, one night and we could, you know, there was multiple bathrooms and it was great because it gave us a really good, you know, personal space plus a common gathering area. Um, And so I do think that like a girl's trip or a friend's trip is the perfect time to try a setup like that, Um, especially because you're probably dividing the bill out Mm -hmm. separately, right? So instead of it being you know, one person paying for, you know, a villa for four nights or whatever like that, which, you know, is villas are expensive, you know, but when you're dividing it up among people, suddenly it gets a lot more reasonable. Yeah. And I think it's good too, because like you said, everybody gets their own personal space. When you're traveling with your family, like you're on top of each other all the time. Anyway, you've lived together. You're just kind of used to each other's routines. You're with your friends. You may not be so much, you know, even if you're best friends for the last 30 years, you still don't spend 24 seven together. So if you have a chance to like, I'm just going to go and read in this room or I'm going to be over here on the balcony. Like it gives everybody that chance to just like, okay, 15 minutes to myself is what I need right now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, And that's actually a really good point when you're talking about traveling with friends and, and, you know, how it's different than traveling with family. I need to break even from my family. Let me be clear. (laughs) I pull the same disappearing act on my family that I pull on the two of you all the time. Um, So that's not different. But sometimes it is a little more necessary when you're traveling with people that you're not as familiar with. So um, that mentality of like not every minute of every trip needs to be spent together all together mm-hmm. and that's okay you know it's okay if two people want to go off and do like a thrill ride and it's okay if two people are happy to ride it's a small world all afternoon like 
you need to leave room for everybody in the plan, you know, when you're planning, you just have to take all of that into consideration. And it's okay if you're not all on top of each other all the time. It's really fine. Yeah. And the bigger the group, the more true that is, I think, Mm -hmm. too, because if you have six or eight people, then it's going to be harder to get the fast pass all together, the dining reservations all together. But if you're willing to split up a little bit and say maybe four of you do this and four of you do that, and then we'll meet up for dinner or cook at our villa, something like that, then yeah, it's a lot easier. And I think that's something that's worth talking about before you decide to go to, because I really don't think a lot of people think about that. They're just, oh, we're planning a trip and everybody's going to do this. Well, maybe I don't like that type of food or I don't want to ride the upside down roller coaster. Maybe I need 30 minutes a day to just be alone. And that's, I don't want you to be offended. Like it's things that you have to talk about and how people travel and you don't really have to do everything together. Yeah. 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 It's almost more important, I think, to communicate about sort of your your wants and your needs in a friend's trip than it is in a family trip, because your family probably already knows yeah. most of your quirks. Yeah. Your friends may not, mm-hmm. you know, so, and if you have something that is sort of an absolute must for you, like a freezing cold room or like a whatever, like n- none of none of us have anything that are like, I don't think particularly non-negotiable. Like if Charlotte was like, yeah, you know what? I can't deal with the igloo tonight. Could we bump it up to 72? Like, it's not like, that's fine. It's not going to kill me. <laughs> it's not going to ruin Good my trip. Ten. It's not going to no. ruin my Good night. Ten. It's not, you know. Oh, like, and now look, yeah. you've given her leeway to right. say this to us all the time. Well, I said it. You didn't say no. it. So. <laughs> no. <laughs> Let me be clear. I like it freezing when I'm actually asleep. Yeah. It's when I'm awake and trying to go to sleep that it needs to be, it, it's, it has to be on this automatic thing, which is what I have at my house. Like it's, you know, yeah. 68 degrees when I'm going to bed and then it goes down to like 63 <laughs> when I'm asleep. So yes. we have that at my house. I'm just totally going to go completely off topic, but my mom was just here visiting and she knows that I like it freezing cold. I have since I was an infant. And so like, I'm sitting here like, finally I could fall asleep. You know, it's 60 degrees in the house and she's shivering like yeah. under all these. <laughs> and she's like, oh, well, I don't want like, she's such a mom, right? Like, well, I don't want you to not be able to sleep because she knows how I am. But I'm like, here's what we'll do, mom. We're going to have it cold, but then I'm going to set the nest so at like 4 a.m. it turns up to 70. So when you're crazy and out of bed at 3 o'clock in the morning, it warms (laughs) up for you. And then I swear it clicks on and at like 4.30 in the morning, I'm waking up throwing off Mm -hmm. all the blankets like it's awful. But she was so excited that she could walk around the house (laughs) and not freeze. Thank God for programmable thermostats. Like what did we do before? Yeah. If you ask my mom, she will tell me tell you that every gadget in our house we can control by our phones I'm like it's a necessity now you can just (laughs) um all right so a little bit about hotels you know can just take everything into consideration I will say I don't think that go go ahead no 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 finish your thought I was gonna say I get a a fair amount of requests from friends groups that are curious about the family suites at Art of Animation I personally don't believe those are a great option for for friends groups. Those really are designed for parents to be in the bedroom and the kids to be in the living area. Um, And it's not really set up necessarily for adult groups. I've had people do them, you know, and they've been okay with them, but they're not ideal. So I will just say that. Yeah, it's not set up as, like you said, they were really designed for larger families, you know, families with three or four kids. It's not like grandma and grandpa are going to sleep on the pullout in the living room and the kids are going to gather. It's 
But um, what I was going to say too, when picking your hotel, um, as an adult getaway, you can probably consider things like what parks are we going to be in? We want to be in Epcot the most because we want to do all of the dining there or whatever. So you, it may change the location of where you normally mm -hmm. stay as well versus just the type of hotel you're in. Yeah. 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 Charlotte and I are at the boardwalk next week and we debated a lot of different things, but um, we're at the boardwalk for a few different reasons. One, it had a great rate. Two, it had a great rate on club level. <laughs> um, and three, we're going to be you know, we're trying to get on Rise of the Resistance and the Boardwalk is the closest hotel to Hollywood Studios. So that definitely factored, you know, those types of decisions definitely factor into when you're trying to decide yeah. where to stay. Um, are you going to be spending a lot of time in Disney Springs? Well, maybe Saratoga Springs or Old Key West or one of the Port Orleans is a great choice for you. So proximity, you know, um, is definitely important. Yeah, Even maybe more not more so necessarily, but in a different way than when you're traveling with family, because your focus may be more on the stuff that you're doing to entertain yourself, dining or, uh, you know, shopping or drinks or, um, yeah. and you may have more, more you might have more late nights than you normally would when you're traveling with a young yep. family, you know, the kids have to be in bed by six or whatever it is, you right. know, maybe here, Oh, we're going to be out until 10 or 11 having this dining or we're going to go see Lanuba. So that, right. That plays into me too. Like where, how close do I want to be to this when I'm going to be exhausted mm -hmm. almost midnight, you know? Yeah. So yeah. that plays into it too. N note that Heather's or my definition of a late night is, I mean, if you're going to be out until like 10 or 11, like that's a very late night for us. That's it. Yeah. Like 9.30 or 10 o'clock. I'm in bed yeah. at the hotel then, but sometimes yeah. I do go, I go out and still 10 o'clock, like yeah. Way past my bedtime. Yeah. Done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So fast pass. Too fast pass or not to fast pass? That is the question. I don't fast pass ever. I tr I always try to make some. Um, no. My attitude on fast pass is if I can, great. If I miss it, okay. Right. And because um, when Sarah and I go, even if we're not like right next week we're going to be taking a lot of photos and a lot of videos but even without that even before we did this this whole thing we would just be like where do you want to go i don't know let's just go somewhere you know so um and i do that a lot with my family too um, i like to wing it a whole lot more and i don't like to personally don't like to have everything planned out i'll yeah. plan still plan some things i still usually plan at least one dining thing um but again, this is why you should always have a park hopper is because you don't know where you where you might want to go next and, right. you know, the flexibility. So if you ask me wh what we have fast passes for next week, I couldn't tell you, but I know we have some. <laughs> and um, you made them or no, I made them. I mean, that's why I don't remember what it is. Normally yeah. you make them and I made them this time. <laughs> yeah, I, I did make one for um, uh, Millennium Falcon Our on last day. Friday yeah. or, uh -huh, last because because yeah. they came out and said they were going to have them. And I said, okay, yeah. cool. But I didn't want to mess with anything else. So, yeah. um, so I'm very, very, <laughs> yeah, I'm very, very laid back about it. Um, personally, um, no matter what kind of trip I'm on, I'm really laid back about it. Yeah. But my family and I are lucky enough to get to go a lot. So if, you know, it's like, if we miss it this time, then we'll get it next time. Yep. So if you're not, if you're not that, that lucky, or it does matter to you that you really want to ride these rides, then absolutely you should make a fast pass, you know, if you can, yep. um, or some sort of, if you cannot get a fast pass because you really want to ride the most popular ride, then find yourself some sort of touring plan way to get there, you know, like, so you, that you're waiting the least amount of time. Yeah. That's what I would do. 
Yep. Um, dining reservations. Yes. You need them regardless whether you're going with your family or your friends. So, I mean, I think it's a little easier with adults to be like, oh, let's just go grab this over here. But if you want a good, nice restaurant to sit down in, you need a dining reservation. You can't yeah. just like, oh, let's hope that Le Cellier has something open because most likely they don't. So Yeah. And yeah. I think I think a nice dinner, like one time during a trip, is a yeah. really fun thing to do with a group of friends. So whether it's a California grill reservation or, you know, maybe it's a signature dining restaurant that you wouldn't normally go to, you know, with your family. Maybe it's something that your kids would never eat at or your husband wants nothing to do with or like whatever, your, you know, your wife or your partner or whoever, you know, wants nothing to do with. Um, it's a great time to, you know, maybe try a restaurant you haven't had a chance to try or go back to somewhere that you really love or um, I don't know, for whatever reason, California Grill to me is like that's my perfect, like essential, you know. But like even out here on the West Coast, like where do we always go whenever there's the group of us together? We always go to Tortilla Joe's. When I was down there doing, you know, (laughs) minis, where did we have dinner? Tortilla Joe's. Like that's not a fancy restaurant, but for some reason that always seems to be the place like a group of friends gets together and just because there's margaritas. (laughs) We had zero margaritas before minis because we were serious about winning. Oh, that's true. You had but yes, the margaritas are you were a woman on a mission, but normally there's margaritas, let's be clear. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So am I missing anything else about the sort of the pre-planning and things that might be different? Housing, fast passes, dining. Um, I think so. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, all right. Let's talk about touring. We've talked about this a little bit when it comes to fast pass and things, but um, I definitely find that when we're touring, you know, when we're sort of doing whatever we're doing, you know, around the parks. And a lot of the times these days when we're down there, you know, we have a list of like, well, we need to get this, 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 that, and the other thing. But in between those times, there's a fair amount of um, more leisurely, usually drinking (laughs) activities that take place. But it is, you definitely do get a lot more um, leisure time. And time to chat and time to talk and time to, you know, there have been times where we have like just commandeered a table at, you know, Nomad Lounge or Brown Derby Lounge or some other, you know, and been there for hours. (laughs) And it's, it's fun too. Like maybe you're with a group of friends that you don't get to see that often. Maybe you live across the country. Um, And so you all get together. (laughs) I'm just thinking about the day that we were at Nomad Lounge and our friend Brock came and met us. And like, there was like six of us just sitting around the table. And like she said, we were there for three hours, not because it was continuous drinking. We were just laughing and catching up and telling stories of, you remember this time? So there tends to be more of that, I think, when you're with a group of friends. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so having a sense of flexibility, and again, like Charlotte said, do less, enjoy more, is really important because you want to create memories with this trip, right? Just like you're trying to create memories on any trip, you're trying to create memories with your kids or your husband or your parents, or your grandparents, family members, whatever. It's equally as important to create memories with your friends as it is with your family. That's right. I said as important. <laughs> um, you know, your friendships as a mom or a dad or a a working person or whoever you are, your individual memories with your friends are as important as your individual memories are with your family. Yeah. Put that out there. Look, I mean, as a person who doesn't have kids, I 
I don't make those memories of, oh, do you remember when little Timmy like met Mickey for the first time? I I go with my nieces, but it's not the same thing. So for me, getting to go with my friends versus my parents or my significant other, it's I have the best time. And I don't know, I would throw it out there like, what did you do before you had your kids? You were a whole person a whole person, your, your likes and your dislikes and your, you know, your needs and your wants have changed since you've had a child, but you're still you. So it's okay to go out and be you versus, you know, Ryan's mom or whatever. Yeah. Right. Right. And I do think it's important. People, people will, every once in a while, every once in a while, I'll say that I'm going to Disney and some well-intentioned, I'm sure, or maybe not mom (laughs) will say to me, Oh, again, I feel like you just got back. I mean, you must have a very understanding husband. They're very jealous that you get to go and they don't. Yeah. Let me be very, very clear. (laughs) I do have a very understanding husband. But not because I leave him to go to Disney. He's a fully formed adult. He has his own interests and things. I'm a fully formed adult. I have my own things. And it it does not make me less of a mom because I go and I spend time with my friends. If anything, I get to come back and be ready to deal with being the mother of the grumpy teenager that you just saw. Who I adore, but he is a teenager, yeah. you know? Yeah. Well, you know, I, or whatever, whatever your life has, whether it's coming back to work and dealing with coworkers or coming back home and dealing with your, your pets or whether it's coming back home, like whatever it is that in your real life, taking a step away from it and focusing on you for a few days is only a benefit. Yeah. Period. I feel like, <laughs> I feel like it makes me a better wife, a better mother to be a better person overall, to have time to myself. Even, even though like when we go to Disney world, we're working, we we're work working. in the room, we work in the parks. We do, yeah. but it's still different. Um, it gets me out of the house because we all work at home. <laughs> yeah. So, it, you know, it's a, it's a, definitely a different kind of mentality. Um, I like them both in very different ways. I love traveling with my friends on a cruise or to Disney World or Universal or Paris or wherever. But I also had an amazing time traveling with my family last time we went on a cruise. We're going on a cruise in a few weeks. You know, all this stuff that I get to do and I'm so blessed to be able to travel the world, but it's such a different type of trip that... I think you need both in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you cannot afford to go to Disney World because you're saving your money for that ultimate trip or, you know, you want to go on a cruise and you're saving it for your family, fantastic. Go somewhere that's very inexpensive and get away from it for just mm-hmm. a couple of days. You know, you really need that time to yourself. And it doesn't have to be a Disney trip. It can just be whatever. But just take yeah. care of yourself. I think that's the most important thing in this whole and this whole podcast that we're talking about is take care of yourself in whatever form. Yeah, I would agree. And they feed different parts of your, of your soul, right. Or whatever you believe in your personality, whatever, you know, it, it feeds different parts of you to travel with friends than it does with family. It is a completely different experience. It's not better. It's not worse. It's just different. Yeah. My, my husband is out of town now and he's working and I, I, I love it when he's gone because I get to do the things that I want to do. I get to leave the TV yes. on all night and things like that. But I miss him. You know, it's so funny because, you know, I, wa- I can't wait for him to come home 
But yeah. when he's gone, I still enjoy myself because I'm my own person. So right. that too, when Justin <laughs> leaves, he had a business thing a couple of weeks ago and he comes home and did, did you miss me? And I was like, I mean, a little, but I was like, sure. I got to make what I wanted to make. I got to yeah. watch what I yeah. wanted to watch yeah. on TV. Yeah. Like there was no negotiate. Oh, I'm hungry now. I'm just going to eat now. Yeah. I don't have to wait yeah. for you to get home. It was great. Yeah. 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 So it's, it's different, but you know, I think that is, we're better people when we get time away from each other a little bit too. So yeah. 100%. Yeah. 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 Um, all right. So let's talk about some special things that groups of friends might do that you maybe wouldn't do necessarily if you're traveling with family. So uh, uh, I was just going to say, yeah, I mean, uh, I think that's very typically a girl's thing to do, but I mean, what but I don't think of, it has to be. I'm just going to put it right be. out there. If it you, shouldn't be. Cause I know Justin loves a spa. If you are a man who is like, Oh, I'm too manly. You are missing out because it's fantastic like I'm just thinking the one time that we were all down there for work and our business trip ended and we kind of extended the stay by a few days and like the three of us our friend Brock we all just kind of went to the spa and we did our little I'm it was have to see if I can find that photo of the three nope. of us in the hot no oh, nope. okay all right <laughs> I have it don't worry <laughs> I have it too but I won't post it if yeah Charlotte doesn't want me but to I mean what, very cute photo that a fantastic afternoon like we all kind of hung out together we went and did our own treatments we came back then we went back to the hotel and we were all just relaxing that was so much fun yeah yeah and I think there are so many different things like that. Um, golfing, if you're into golf, um, golf is such an overlooked activity at Disney, I think. And I don't care whether it's mini or nine hole or 18 hole. I don't care. Golf is golf. You know, um, there's, if I you think, want, if you want hard golf, go play at Fantasia Gardens. Cause that's like a regular golf course in miniature size. It's, oh my yeah. Gosh, yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. Hard. yeah. Um, all of the mini golf courses are there, but I think like to your points are, almost every activity you're about to list is overlooked because people yeah. think they're going to Disney World just for the theme parks, which I get, they're a lot of fun, but there's so much, I mean, name a thing that you bet didn't think existed and it exists at Walt Disney World and you can mm -hmm. do it. And most people never get the chance to do it because they're just going from sun up to sundown at the parks. Yep. Maybe, maybe something, I know you did this recently, um, Sarah, um, but like rent the water mice or do something like that. Um, the on most the, fun yeah. you will have. I was Walt afraid for my life on those water. I thought I was yeah. going to die. I've so, been much, on, so much fun. They should be illegal. It was yeah. so much fun. Yeah. I've been on one, not at Walt Disney World, but I have been on one. And they're they're a blast. Um, yeah. I mean, you th you think of um, carriage rides as romantic. They don't have to be. You can just yeah. get your friends to go on the carriage rides. Especially um, if it's like the holidays and they do the carriage rides where you can yeah, see like the decorations absolutely. at Fort Wilderness. Fantastic. Uh, take a tour. Um, a lot of times the behind the scenes tours you can't go on with kids because they're they're not allowed because of yep. certain character things that you may see backstage. Um, and so, yeah, take a take a tour. That's something that you don't do on Guys, every single trip. There's horseback riding, horseback riding. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Go horseback riding. That's I. I've always, that's one thing I still haven't done. Right. Like, I feel like I've done a lot, and so that's that's got to come up on my list soon. Yeah, archery. Right. There's archery. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There's so much to do. And I don't recommend this often, but I will say, you know, I don't recommend this often because the difference between like a four day ticket and a five day ticket and a six day ticket is so small that it's, it's almost not worth. But I do think it's important if you have the time, if you're going for a longer stay, plan a good chunk of time that is not theme park based. Maybe it's a whole day, maybe it's a half day, but 
build it into whatever your schedule is, if you're even having a schedule, um, you know, build in resort time, whether it's monorail hopping or any of the things that we've just listed, like plan on that. I mean, yeah, even put it in there. if it means laying by the pool, renting a cabana, not renting a cabana, but you're just at the pool with your magazine, yep. hanging out. It's a vacation. Relax yeah. for a little yep. bit, you know? Yeah. Which which you cannot do if you have small kids because they want to be in the pool and playing and all that. So it's definitely a, that's an adult, yeah. adult strip to me for sure. Yeah. Being yeah. at the pool, laying in a lounge chair and hearing some kid yelling, mommy, watch me, but it's not yours. <laughs> or I'm just going to throw this out there. Laying by the pool with like a fruity cocktail and your magazines on a girlfriend's trip where you don't have a significant other sitting next to you wanting to chat, 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 chat. Like, did you not <laughs> see me with my magazine prepared to read yeah. and forget the world? Because yes. your girlfriends will understand that. That's right. That's your girlfriends understand the importance <laughs> of this week's celebrity gossip. Exactly. Yeah. Because then we can turn to each other and go, oh my gosh, did you hear so-and-so broke up? Whatever it yeah. is. Yep. This week on The Bachelor. No. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. but and, and for guys, it's the same thing. Or guys or girls or whoever, if your interests are different, you know, you can talk about whatever you want to talk about. The most ridiculous, we have had some of the most ridiculous conversations, you know, uh, probably ever, but they were important to us at the time, <laughs> you know, and they're conversations that I'm only going to have with the two of them, or I'm only going to have with my other friends. Or I'm only going to have, you know, because the jokes that you have and the memories that you have are specific to that group of people. Um, and so yeah. you just want to make sure that you leave exactly. time for the silly stuff. You know? Exactly. Yeah. Anyway. Moral of the story, plan a friend's trip. Like right now, like right now you're listening to this, pick up your phone. You know, you have a group chat going on there right now with somebody. And you're always saying, oh, we should get together more often or we should do this more often. Now, now is the often. Go do it yeah. now. Yeah. Go do it now. Start it now. Don't yeah. wait. Life is too short. No. Uh, all right. So that does it for this week's podcast. Next week, I think, Charlotte, you and I are going to be talking about our our upcoming trip, right? We're going to be talking yeah. about some of the things, the priorities that we have and what we're going to be doing while we're down there, what our plans are. Um, and we're going to be recording that one a little early next week, but you guys probably won't even notice because we're only recording it a day early. So nothing <laughs> crazy. We'll, we'll have news and all of that good stuff. Uh, coming up next on the Patreon Extra, we're going to be talking about our real opinions about the Cinderella castle remodel, which we really think about it and um, who loved the birthday cake and who didn't. <laughs> uh, so join us on patreon.com slash Disney park princess. Make sure that you are following us on YouTube, youtube.com slash C slash Disney Park Princess is our channel. You can like and subscribe, follow us there. Uh, we're on Facebook. We have a page and two Facebook groups now. We have a regular Facebook group for anybody to join, and we have a Patreon Facebook group that is just for our Patreon supporters. Um, so there's about a million ways you can get in touch with us. Please don't forget to go to our blog, www.disneyparkprincess.com. Check out our recent blog posts. Um, Heather has a great one up there right now about how she got to do the Minnie's Moonlit Madness at Disneyland, which is a cast member only event cast members only right, it, so. it was so much fun <laughs> it looked like she had a great time so uh, check that out and uh we will talk to you next week thanks guys bye, bye. bye.